Comic Book Club News gives you the comic book news you need to know first thing in the morning every weekday in the form of digestible three to five minute long podcasts. Comic Book Club News recaps breaking news stories from Marvel, DC Comics, and beyond Monday through Friday. New episodes drop 6 a.m. ET in the Comic Book Club News feed so they're ready for you when you're ready for the day. Comic Book Club News. You hear it second or third, possibly fourth. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Comic Book Club. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And we are coming to you live from three separate apartments in New York City. Uh, Important to mention, uh, I'm in uh, Brooklyn. Justin, where are you calling from right now? Coming at you live from Brooklyn. (laughs) Pete, what about you? In the sketchy basement in Brooklyn is where you're coming live from. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I'm in uh, Bed-Stuy. Yeah, and uh, now, Pete, uh, something we should probably get away right up top. We're all, of course, working from home. We're inside. Working. You're in your house. You're comfortable. You definitely didn't just wake up and forget we had a show, right? No, nah, yeah. definitely did. Yeah, I can tell from your hair. <laughs> your hair's telling a different story. Here's my story. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, that's what I'm talking about. I should be enjoying uh, some of the finer things right now, but... Uh, no, ready. Uh, but yeah. the secret is we're all in the same house, just on different floors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, most of our show, honestly, is social distancing. Let's uh, yeah, exactly. To be fair, uh, we so- sleep in the same triple bunk bed, <laughs> Huey, Dewey, and Louie style. I like how someone said, "Justin, you look the least like your voice." I don't That's know right. why that makes oh, wow. me happy, but it does. But mm. please elaborate on that, uh, uh, scene, Jay Sinison. Yes. Uh, So we should mention uh, for the show, if you're listening to it on the regular podcast, obviously none of this affects you. Uh, But we are simulcasting this on two places right now. We're putting it up on Crowdcast. We're also putting it up on YouTube. So we're going to try to flip back and forth and look at any comments there and chat with you all online as we go. Uh, We're also going to do pretty much a regular show other than the sound cues or the booth or the theater or anything like that. Um, We're going to chat through some uh, binge reads some things like that. We're going to do a stack. Uh, we're going to do some audience questions from you all. So start thinking about those and we will jump in and get those from the chat later. And also Pete's going to do some trivia. We're actually going to give away a $25 online gift card. To yes. We've moved this entire show to the internet <laughs> and I feel, could feel more excited about it. Yes. Um, I, I've never felt better, honestly. Like I'm feeling yeah, real this, great right now about everything. Is, I, I look good. I feel good. I think my eyes don't close at the same rate based on <laughs> yeah, my wow. Uh, yeah, jeez, look at that. Uh, here's like the thing. A, there's a light just on your eyes. I do have a little light. I have a little moon light right here. Uh, I'll show you. Uh, there it is. Uh, the moon. Wow. wow. You've got the that, whole... That's a magic ball is what that is. Is that a moon? Is it's... that the moon? <laughs> yeah, it's a crystal ball. I see the future. I saw this whole thing coming, and that's why I was like, guys, let's start a podcast. Uh, uh, also, uh, we did have a question from the audience I wanted to get to. We should probably get to this stuff right off. Sean R. is asking, what kind of wine are you drinking, Justin? Oh, uh, great question. Um, this is a, um, a Malbec Cabernet Franc blend. 
um, what wow. I'm having Look right at now. how bougie you sound. Well, you know, I stocked up because we're in a, in a nightmare situation, and the toilet <laughs> the toilet wine I eventually make is not going to be as good as what I can get right now. Yeah, yeah, I will true. tell you, in all honesty, uh, I've been generally since the beginning of the year, I've been trying to like limit the amount I drink, limit the mm. amount I eat. Last night, I was like to my wife, I was like, "Is it okay if I get beer? I need beer. I gotta get yeah. beer." And I, I got myself a nice uh, juicy. Session IPA from Southern nice. Tier. Wow. And Pete, I hope you're drinking hair gel because that's what you need most. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what were you going to, you wanted about. to get yourself a big Mountain Dew? Yeah, a glass of Mountain Dew, a nice tall glass. Oh, that shit okay. is poison. <laughs> uh, yes, I am wearing a garbage plate shirt. Yes, yeah, so Edward Martinez asked, uh, was that part of your birthday gift package, Pete? Yeah, yes, yes, it was. Uh, I believe so nice. uh, Aaron and John got me this. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to switch over, and then we'll actually get into the stuff we were going to do with the show. Um, All right, while you're switching over, I'm going to pour myself a tall glass of No, no, no I'm not switching over to something else. I'm oh, switching over to the YouTube feed. Sure, you know what? Get up whatever you want, Pete. Yeah. Uh, Pete, and he can't Anthony, control you. He can't control you here. You're in your and home. Anthony on and YouTube wants, uh, just wants to say, Pete, comb your hair, dude. Daniel Oliveira says, comic book club live. Woo. Yes. And then M. Anthony says, been watching Someone's you guys for 13 here. years. Glad to see you guys are still rocking. Uh, I don't know about rocking, but uh, we're definitely here. It's so more like go. acoustic rock at this point. <laughs> yeah. Did you also just take out your headphones, oh, Pete? Just, oh, oh, God. This is... Go. I don't know if we can do this. We were so close to slipping off the edge in our venue. The fact that yes. we're at home now is not going well. Uh, also, uh, before we get into this, I just want to mention I'm wearing a Green Lantern shirt for St. Patty's Day. I'm going to virtually pinch you guys. Pinch. Oh, nice. Pinch. Oh, get that's a whole me. thing. Get off me. I blocked it. Um, Mountain Dew is green, so. Oh, there you go. Covered. So you're wearing it on your insides. <laughs> I get And it. that's where it'll stay for the rest of your life because you just got poisoned. Now, let's kick this off. We were texting back and forth a little about this a little bit. Uh, Justin, I think this was your idea. You wanted to maybe do uh, some sort of uh, binge podcast thing. Obviously, with everything that's going on, people are stuck from home. Those of us with children, I want to say conservatively, we don't have a lot of time to do literally anything at all. No, what also, though, I'll be dead soon if I keep staying here with my kids. So um, that's, I want to get in some comics while I have the time. Right. Uh, but that said, the most of the world is looking for shows to binge. They're looking for stuff to binge. Uh, so we we texted back and forth. and We came up with a couple of things that I thought were good to talk about. Uh, first of all, for binging comics, I assume everybody used this anyway, but uh, there's Comixology, which is great. I use that for everything. Yep. There's Marvel Unlimited, which I've never really used before and DC Universe, which I have used, which I actually think this is the first time in human history it is worth getting a DC Universe subscription. Whoa. I would say what? What? That's, too much? Uh, no, I just didn't see that coming. Yeah, no, because like the deal with the DC Universe subscription was they didn't have enough original content. Doom Patrol is awesome. The Harley Quinn animated show is awesome. There's yeah. a lot of fun uh, stuff that they have on their animated series and other things like that. But it's yeah, not the a ton- animated stuff alone would be worth it if you put Batman the animated series on. Well, there. I think that for binging, but it also has a ridiculous amount of DC comics to read and full runs of DC comics, which is why I say like it is legit worth it to get a DC Universe subscription right now. Uh, yeah. Is there anything you guys would recommend? Any thoughts on Marvel Unlimited or Comicsology? Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, it just depends on what you want. I think. 
because the the thing I want to talk about was getting into some titles that would really serve and and feel good to read in this time, whether it feel bad good or just good good. So I think you just got to chase the title down to wherever it is. Yeah. What do you mean bad good? Like, well, I'll explain when we get to it, but uh, like a thing you like, I watched the movie Contagion uh, last night or two. Why would, why would you do that? Why? Why would you do that? Because it's you? it's sort of like going toward the like fear, chasing your fear, like following your fear, Pete. Um, oh, I've heard of that saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and sort of like going at the thing. Um Ben, the border collie has the right idea. Oh, just, yeah. Oh, Ben, you're killing me. That so was what, what I mean is like, so I watch Contagion and I like, oh, maybe there's an appetite for comics that sort of reflect the times or our mm-hmm. worst case scenario. And one that I thought of was Why the Last Man um, as a sort of virus post-apocalyptic Why world. Why the last man? Yeah. Why not the last man? I like to say. That's right. That's your uh, tagline was weird on the, the way you bl- said that. slipcase. Uh, yeah, well, something that I was thinking about when we were talking about these binge reads to do right now uh, is, first of all, I think you need something that's a long run and also something that ideally has a finished run, because I think there's almost nothing worse than like you get 60 issues in, you binge through the whole comic and then you're like, now I need to wait a month and I don't know what's going to happen a month at this point. I feel like there's <laughs> something easy, nice about guy. getting... Take it easy, Well, no, no, no. But like, we don't know what's going to happen. Like the world might be completely different by that point. We might all be dead. That's all I'm saying. Um, that's, that's no, no, no. Like in a positive light, like we might all be dead. My point being though, that like, I think there's something to be said for getting <laughs> to that sense of completion, the ending there. Oh, yeah. to fi- don't no, to fi- ever say that out loud again. Not the ending of the world. I'm talking about the ending of the comic book run. So to that I'm point, talking about you saying getting to completion was the creepiest thing I've ever heard. Sorry. Pete, I'll say that's you. That's on you. To completion. That's on no, you, no. Pete. He said it, man. Don't put that on me. He put it out there. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to bring you to completion. Yes. Uh, Sean R called out the one that I texted you guys, which is walking dead, which I think mm. particularly that it's done now. That was immediately where my head went because it's a good series you can read through the whole thing. There's a ton of issues. It's all available on Comixology, and you can get the Comedium volumes for pretty cheap. So it is the kind of thing where it's like, to your point, Justin, it's enough fantasy. I think that you could divorce yourself from the current reality and say, okay, these guys made it through. These people made it through. We're probably going to be able to. So you're, like, look, you're reading Walking Dead as like, this is good. This is They made it. They're fine. <laughs> wow. Harsh take, Alex. Uh, another one uh, in that I'm vein. In a dark place. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah, clearly. Um, another one that fits that uh, frame is DMZ, uh, which mm. is a book that I really oh, like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the other one that I wrote down was Sweet Tooth, which I thought would be a good one to read now. Yeah. Uh, that's, if you never read it, for that's from Jeff Lemire. It's set in a world, a post-apocalyptic virus. Uh, there's animal children now, and particularly one child with antlers goes on a big journey to discover what went wrong with the world, find his place in it, find a new family, etc. It's really, really beautiful stuff, uh, and it's uh, it's good. It's also, again, it's finite. Like You can get to the end there and read it and then move on to something else. Yeah. Pete, did you have anything else? Well, the uh, the thing is, uh, the ones that I'd recommended ha- uh, don't have an end. I mean, obviously, Why the Last Man, Lock and Key is another great one. Um, mm. But uh, Usagi Ojimbo was one of my favorites that's ongoing. That's very. What's great about that is 
a lot of the they're one shots, they're one and done, and they're like uh, they've got really great adventures, amazing art. And if our future is we all turn into like animal people, that's a good one to read. Oh, yeah, yes. Which I think uh, if you check my crystal ball, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, animal wow. people. called it. Yeah. Uh, a couple of uh, I don't know. You don't get samurai skills just because you're <laughs> a rabbit or whatever. Plus, no, Pete, obviously, you got to put in the work, all right? I mean, nobody's... you, you got to put in the work. Trying to <laughs> Once you become you a know, rabbit... Being a you, ronin samurai, you got to put in the work. Yeah. It's, it's sort of fucked up for you to just become a rabbit first and be like, oh, I guess I'll learn samurai stuff. Oh. Um, oh, really? The order bothers you? Yeah, I feel like you got to be a samurai first and then just sort of lean into the rabbit stuff. Well, there goes my whole thing. I was going to become a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle and then work on my ninja training. But you're saying you, I have you're to... You're off on a number of those adjectives. Yeah. I, would, <laughs> I would say, because we've talked about this on the show before, about how you'll just go out and lick some ooze. There is no better time to go out and lick some ooze right oh, now than, yes, uh, true. than right uh, now. Alex, um, in the coming um, animal world, what animal yes. will you be? Uh, man, I'd love to be a porcupine because I think they're super cute, Ooh. but also they got some defensive capabilities. Wow, hard to love and be loved. Yeah. Well, I really... Yeah, it makes a lot of <laughs> you sense. don't care? <laughs> no response? Yeah, yeah, very dark place okay, I'm over. Yeah. I'm a porcupine. I'm done with love. <laughs> uh, I want to read a couple of uh, notes from the comment section. So over on YouTube, Radlam says, Marvel Unlimited is pretty good, though some series are incomplete, like Generation X. Um, mm. Thank you for mentioning that, Radlam. Um, and then a couple of suggestions for over here on Crowdcast. We got Neil Adams' story in Batman Black and White. Uh, very good story. Maybe a little short, I think, for our purchases, purposes. Uh, Chew is a good one, too, I think, because that's right. a more fun take. Yeah. Um, not exactly an apocalypse, but like there's a literal bird flu in there, so people can't eat chicken mm. anymore. Um, but it's super fun. It gets very dark as well, and there's plenty of volumes to check out. Yeah. Badass chicken in that, too. Yeah. Uh, true. Um, another thing in the sort of less apocalyptic uh, title to get into, something to distract you from the news, perhaps. Um, Bone, the entire series of Bone, mm, I think no, is a good read. Bring up Bone. It's sort of light. <laughs> well, I like it. It's sort of light and uh, fantastical to start, and then it gets more and more. The, the fantasy elements really uh, elevate as the series goes on. If we're going to go all the, you know, just going into the things that we always say, then I'll say gravel as I well. <laughs> I don't always say bone. Sure, I'll say uh, comic books. Read oh, good. Oh, wow. Go. Nice. That's my nice. suggestion. Didn't see that coming. Way to pivot to print. Yeah. <laughs> it's dying art. Um, all right, everybody. I think it is time for our next section, which we like to call The Stack. Yeah, Woo-hoo. we do. Ding, no, ding, 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 no ding, 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 oh, ding, 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 Shout out to Booth, man. Uh, if we keep doing this every week, we should definitely each get a different uh, different instrument in a jug band. Yes. I, I yeah. call oh, jug. Uh, what? <laughs> I'll get washboard. Good. That's the only two. That's the only two. I guess two. I'm going to go spoons. Spoons. Oh, there we go. This all seems very appropriate. Okay, so we got a couple of titles that we wanted to chat about that came out over the past week. First one we're going to talk about is X-Men number eight from Marvel Comics, written by Jonathan Hickman and art by Mahmoud Azrar. Uh, this is, funnily enough, picking up, I don't know why I said funnily enough, it's not that funny, uh, <laughs> up, here 
here's a hilarious thing for you. It's picking up on a plot line from New Mutants. What? Oh, killer punch. Oh, I mean, I'm Alex, comedy here. is changing in this new world, and maybe that is a joke. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so this is picking up on plot line in New Mutants. The mutants were out in space. Uh, they carried back a cute little egg, or so they thought. As we find out in this issue, it turns out it's a brood king egg, and the oh. entire brood army comes from space, crashes into Krakoa, and attacks everybody. I love this issue. I thought well, this was great. Well, first off, I think this is really uh, well-timed because, like, I saw t- two people fighting over eggs in the grocery store today. So, like, <laughs> you uh, you can't just steal somebody's egg and not think there's going to be any consequences. When you say you saw two people fighting over eggs, one of them was you, right? Yeah, I don't, definitely. I don't want to get into it in case there's footage, uh, but I'm just saying I saw it happen. And you buy eggs singularly, right, Pete? One at, one at yeah, a time. Yeah, one at a time. One at a time. <laughs> you got to share. You got to yeah. share for everybody. So you just buy what you need. That's good. Uh, the, one and a half eggs. A uh, little point of clarification from comic book poser over here in the chat. Was Hickman writing the space line of New Mutants and not the Nebraska stuff? It would make sense as a crossover there. Yes, he was, he was writing that. And it was, I think, two issues of that. And then two issues of, I want to say it was either Ed Bryson or Robbie Williams. I honestly don't remember which one writing the farm Ed stuff. Bryson, I believe. Ed Bryson. Okay, there we go. Uh, what'd you guys think about this issue? Uh, I thought it was great. I love the brood. Um, great villains. Uh, and I'm re- I, I was, was really say, happy. Oh, go ahead. The uh, the idea of bringing an egg back from space and being like, "Yeah, no consequences here." That's where I uh, call into question the New Mutants' judgment here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really liked that little uh, glasses brood guy. Uh, I hadn't Brew? seen him. Yeah, yeah, Brew. yeah. I haven't seen him since uh, you know Wolverine was running the academy. So it was great to see that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, all right, Hickman, we're. <laughs> knee deep in this shit really we got to bring the brood into it like you keep can't i feel like he just keeps layering more and more crazy shit like i want to deal with the stuff you've already talked about like you can't you keep piling on and i'm just kind of like i i don't know i like how non-straightforward the story is i like the fact that i understand what you mean that there's going to be this critical mass at a certain point where we need to start getting some answers i feel like we talked about this with the crucible issue which was the last issue um but here we get gladiator in space uh kid gladiator is with him clearly they are coming for the x-men on earth now that they're done hunting the brood um but i think that's cool i love that we just keep going with this stuff it's awesome and what i like i think i think hickman's doing it intentionally he sort of uh, hits different uh, pieces of X-Men history with the different titles and different storylines. Like this feels very much in line with Wolverine and the X-Men because we have Kid Gladiator, we have Brew, and uh, it feels like more of a light, more lighthearted adventure story. When you get into the other stories and it's like, whoa, this is like more Claremont, super heavy continuity, like everyone's brooding, pardon the pun, the entire oh, time. Uh, so it like... I that like was the a way. Really good pun, by the way. Thank you. That's what yeah. it's, called, it's called a joke in the future, like you did. I don't know. <laughs> Funnily enough, not, um, not familiar. Sorry. Uh, so I, I do think it it still works, and uh, the mo- and the way I, the world works now is always more things happening at the same time. Like today's St. <laughs> Patrick's Day, still uh, quarantine, and uh, also a primary day. That's a lot in our yeah, continuity. That's a lot of stuff. I think yeah, Hickman's writing our continuity. That's oh, the shit. fucked up thing. I don't know, because like we. There's so much shit going on, and then you're going to focus on like people being hung over on couch. I just uh, there's on so couch. much to get to Wait, that what? he set up. They're just like people Why passed out on the couch. Issue? What Gabriel Gabriel Summers? 
it's not like they fight all the brood and the climaxes that they're hung over on a couch. It's that's where they start, and then all this stuff happens to them. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah. It's let's like waste if panel. let's say let's say you had to do a live show uh, <laughs> when you were quarantined in your own home, and instead of remembering to do it, you just fell asleep and suddenly woke up and drunk a bunch of Mountain Dew. Roasted. <laughs> uh, yeah. Great. Um, but I'm just saying that, like, I don't know, man, there's just so much and he's losing me fast with this shit. And I want him to either deal with some stuff or whatever. But, I, you know, great. Amazing. Cool. You changed X-Men. Great. Awesome. Please deal with the shit that you have uh, set up. Nope. There you go. The gauntlet has been thrown, Mr. Hickman. Uh, moving <laughs> Deal on to with it. <laughs> Dire Wraths, number two from IDW, written by Chris uh, Ryle and art by Luca and Andrea Pizarra. Uh, we reviewed the first issue of this on our Stack podcast, which rolls out Wednesdays at 9 a.m., even in the middle of the Ooh, apocalypse. Smooth, uh, and this is plug. dealing with a bunch of Dire Wraths on the moon fighting astronauts. I'll tell you what, I was a little mixed about the first issue. This was a ton of fun. It was a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, I, cause I agree. Like, I think we all talked about it as being a little bit like, wait, what exactly is happening here? And it felt, it felt like it was a, the story next to the story we expected. And this sort of locked it in, uh, in what we wanted, I think from the first issue. How'd you feel about this one, Pete? I'm sorry. I spaced out. What were you, what comic is it? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you have literally one job right now. Uh, dire Wraths <laughs> number two from IDW. <laughs> This is the one where aliens are fighting astronauts on the moon. Huh. Hmm. I don't know. It's not. Uh, it's not ringing a bell. That's. <laughs> <laughs> is that the one where the ships in? Uh... Nope. 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 No. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, great. Know. Thanks, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> we Hot take. On? Hot take. Hot take. Don't remember it. Uh, hey, man, Justin said it was like a side story. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know what you want. From yeah, me. you chose the right one to not read. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's like when you you remember going to restaurants, right? But when you would go to restaurants, you'd be like, hey, do you want the burger with fries? And you're like, I don't care about these sides. Just give me the yep. burger. No, yeah, thanks. I don't like French fries. Uh, and then I would call the waiter back five minutes later and be like, hey, where are the fries I ordered? Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what? Give me the garbage plate. That's nothing but sides, but all is maids. Dude, how dare you say it's nothing but sides? That is it's not nothing true. but sides, but all is maids. That's what the garbage plate is. What no, is the main in the garbage plate? It's either cheeseburgers, hot dogs. It could be chicken breasts. It can be vegan something or other. But it's a meat is the main <laughs> thing. No, I think the beauty of the garbage plate, like this podcast, is everything shares time equally. And everyone's equally prepared. Yeah. (laughs) There we go. Uh, Symbiote Spider-Man Alien Reality number four from Marvel. Oh, I know what this is. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Uh, Well, you're on it. Written by Peter David and art by Greg Land. Uh, This is continuing a throwback to the time that Peter Parker was in the symbiote costume before it turned into Venom full-fledged. Here, Spider-Man and uh, what I have to assume that I do not remember at all is the Doctor Strange from the 90s are teaming up to fight Nightmare. It's a uh, sensitive ponytail, Doctor Strange. Yes. Yes. Oh, homeless Doctor Strange, says comic book poser. Uh, I completely forgot about that at all. Yeah. But I like this book quite a bit. I feel like it was uh, the, um, uh, what movie? The Fisher King. I feel like it was, doc- the whoever was writing it had watched mm. the movie The Fisher King and was like, what if it was Doctor Strange? And then that's what it was. Oh, weird. That's For a crazy. while. 
Um, I, I mean, I, this is a weird, a very weird title. It's written by Peter David, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, it is. And uh, so he's just like wheeling around doing donuts in this part of the Marvel universe that no one really cares about, I feel like. And it's fun. That's what I like about it. And he, he can get caught up on certain his like little tropes in the way he writes, but he's still a great writer, I think. And uh, he's really having fun with all of these weird parts uh, that we, like I said, that we've forgotten. Yeah, I think it's um, it's very creative, and I, I appreciate the fact that this is like a side, like, hey, this isn't normal continuity. We're just kind of having some fun. And, like, the fact oh, that— all of a sudden you like sides, Pete. The <laughs> fact that uh, the way they dealt with, like, the dream versus nightmare stuff was really cool and how that kind of evolved on the page. And J. Jonah Jameson was—I mean, that was great. That's worth yes, the mission. Very yeah, cool. Just, yeah. I mean, that was Super badass fun. in such a great way. And like you said, fun. And uh, not sometimes when it's Peter David, it's a little bit more serious than fun. So I, I was really uh, kind of impressed. Really? You think he goes more serious? I mean, I know he's done serious stuff, but this felt very vintage Peter David to me. Yeah. It feels like 90s Peter David, the mm-hmm. like his epic Incredible Hulk run. Another great binge read if you're looking for something fun and full on in the superhero uh, pantheon universe. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, it really reminded me of that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Moving on to Snot Girl, number 15 from Image Comics by Brian Lee O'Malley there and Leslie Hunk. Uh, what? What, Pete? No, what you, you wanna- love Snot Girl. No, I actually have missed a bunch of issues of Snot Girl. I mean, granted, also, it barely ever comes out. So yeah. as they yeah. talk about it in the back matter, they're like, well, this is our issue for the year. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, but this is set in like a fashion influencer, social influencer world. You, you know, couldn't help but do a little neck neck bit huh, mm-hmm. when you were saying that, like fashion inside. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, you know, like a, right a fantasy world that doesn't exist anymore where people talk to each other and get together. Uh, oh. so that was interesting. <laughs> it's not over, Salvin. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's not over. It's all over. No, <laughs> Alex, gonna, Alex is going to be like that World War II pilot who still thinks the war's happening because no one told him it was over. <laughs> and we're going to, he's going to be like <laughs> wandering around his apartment with long fingernails and be like, Alex, come out and play. Yeah. And I'll be yeah, like, we'll have get to like, throw rocks up at his window. Yep. Uh, but uh, yeah, so this takes place in this fashion influencer world. There is the main character is really only known as Snot Girl. She is, has a lot of allergies, but also as a social influencer who doesn't really understand what's going on most of the time. There is a mysterious girl she's in love with. In this issue, she ends up going to a wedding and kind of messing things up a little bit. Um, I actually did really like this issue a lot. Like, I feel like this title got to a point where I was just it felt like it was in the weeds and I was getting confused what was going on with the characters. This paralleled a lot of the stuff that happened early in the comic, the stuff that I more enjoyed, the very cheeky tone of what's going on. Um, and it, I, I, I had fun reading it. How'd you two feel about it? Pete? Go ahead, Joseph. <laughs> you're both you in this detente tell- where you're just nodding right no, now. No, no, uh, cool, like- cool. I think it, Snack Girl is like... I just want to frame this as this is my favorite comic, and it's the only one that's keeping me sane in these trying times. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. So oh, great, we great, would great. never be like, oh, we didn't like this, or <laughs> yeah. why I mean, would we read this? Yeah, I mean, Snack Girl, the art is fantastic. It's uh, very stylized, and if you don't like the kind of world that it's set up in, 
uh, it's a little bit hard to get into it. Like, uh, cool, it's a fun premise and idea. The writer's done some really amazing stuff, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I think um, th- I just don't really like Snot Girl. It, it's I find the character, it, uh, the character, yeah, yeah. I find it hard uh, to like and get on with what she's dealing with and talking about. Like in the sort of halfway through this issue, the girl she's talking to falls off a cliff, which yeah. is odd, yeah. and then she sort of falls too, and she doesn't. There's blood everywhere. Um, and she doesn't care about that the person may be dead. And it was just the whole thing, I was like, what, is she a sociopath? It was hard to figure out, am I on board with her or not? And so that yeah, made it hard. She to cared enjoy. so much about her phone, it was hard to be like, uh, uh, yeah. I it's, mean, it, I get that. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. Yep. So I know why you like Snack Girl. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's not my cup of tea, but the... It's not my cup of snack. The, the team behind it has done some amazing stuff, so... Let them have their fun with this, and uh, you know, hopefully they'll get back to some other <laughs> Let stuff. Let them have their fun. Let them have their fun. I hope you're Let enjoying them. making your stupid little comics. Pete LePage. Oh, wow. I was not saying that. Hollywood LePage. Oh, my God. Strikes uh, again from his I'll, bungalow in Malibu. It's where he's coming from. I'll mention before we move on here, uh, if you're watching this on Crowdcast, there's a section where you can ask questions. We have a couple more titles we're going to review, and then we'll get to a couple of audience questions. So definitely drop stuff there. Just click ask a question, leave it for us, and we'll read through those just in case we miss miss them in the chat. Yeah, Uh, they're going by fast. Going by real fast. This is too fast to read. They just went by. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) Missed it. Uh, Thor number four from Marvel Comics, written by Donny Cates and art by Nick Klein. Thor is now the new Herald of Galactus. They are trying to stop something called the Black Winter, I believe, that is consuming all of reality. And in order to do it, they need to destroy five planets. Last issue, uh, Thor fought his old ally, Beta Ray Bill, to get through him so they could do this. This issue, he... Tussles it up with Sif a little bit, and we yeah. head towards the end game here. Um, what'd you think about this one? Uh, I, go ahead. I really like this. I uh, I just think that the interactions he has with the different people is great. Like Sif, it's kind of like a little bit of like a brother sister feel. Like even though they're disagreeing, they're still listening to each other, which I really appreciate. It's mm. not just like me fight disagree. Um, so I appreciate like that kind of stuff, even though there's a huge thing going on. And I also really liked how Thor, instead of like freaking out or raging out at Galactus for what he did and what he did to those people, like the way he was like, we're going to, you know, we've got some shit to do, but afterwards we're going to settle up about this and I'm not forgetting. And you can't say enough about the art. It's really cool, especially like the whole thing with the, the hammer and the glowing and all that stuff. I, I, yeah, I think this is really a great book. Yeah, they should have Thor use a hammer more. I think that would be fun. That's fun. Yeah, get him something to fun. like a tool to really <laughs> use to throw around. Um, <clears throat> I like this a lot as well. A um, couple things in particular: uh, the scene where the uh, where Mjolnir um, lands in front of Loki, and then Loki picks up the hammer. That was really interesting. That was cool. 
That was interesting. Donnie has done that a couple of times in this uh, title so far, where he'll have weird things happen with Mjolnir, and he'll be like, but that's a story for another time. Yeah. And I love that very, not to keep using the word cheeky, but very cheeky way of just like, Mm, you know this is coming up. There's something beyond this arc, and we will get to that at some point. Um, Uh, I also thought it was interesting that Galactus is fighting the Galactus from the Incredible Hulk movie is sort of the mm, big bad mm-hmm, at the mm-hmm. end of this. Um, just uh, a fun... I think you mean Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. Right, sure. That's what yeah. I mean. They're oh, different movies, oh. I think. I, are they? Uh, I'm not 100% say. sure. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, this is great. Next one to talk about for Ronin Island, number 11, written by Greg Pak and illustrated by Gianni, uh, uh, Gianni Milo <laughs> Giannias. Good. <laughs> nice job. Primo. <laughs> <laughs> it. Uh, I, yeah, I like it. when you sigh in the middle of trying to pronounce it. Milo, I give up. Uh, you know, anyway, uh, art is great on this title. I'm sorry. Uh, so yeah. this takes place uh, in a world where there's these Ronin, there's these samurai, and there's these undead monsters that monsters. are terrorizing them, uh, slash they are using sometimes um, for purposes. Uh, this is the second to last issue of the book which is a bummer, but this, the action in this is great in particular. Yeah. I just love the way uh, Greg Pak is kind of dealing with uh, a lot of things at once. He's dealing with this girl hanging on to her values as well as like, you know, how the kind of way things are run and the Island that she is on is being kind of like forcing her to make tough decisions and like, the way this ends is so powerful, you don't see it a lot in comics, where it's not like, hey, we won, yay, we're kicking butt. It's like she walks away shaking her head like, I hate you, I hate what you've made me do, I hate how you made uh, me try to grow up in this awful time. And it's, uh, I think it's, it's really cool. Greg Pak is a great writer. You like that she's having a hard, like, time? Well, <laughs> yeah, not... <laughs> Her personally, you know, like, yeah, makes me I feel like better about suffers. my own suffering. <laughs> yeah, I just think uh, the way she's dealing with it is really kind of unique yeah. and cool. Um, I, when I was reading this, I was like, Pete's gonna love this because it's like Usagi Ojimbo, right? Uh, check, check. Uh, but I gotta say, Pete, here they did it right, they're becoming like samurai sword people before they become animals. Hmm. Yeah, Maybe you should take how, a lesson. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, first. And George, by the way, John George on the chat says, uh, what is it with islands all of a sudden? Billionaire Island, Ronan Island, so many islands. That is two islands. But uh, do you think there's a trend here? Is there a comic book trend about islands happening? Islands are cool. Mm. Yeah. When you think about it. dealing with islands. I've been really getting into thinking since I've been in quarantine. And if you guys (laughs) think about it, the earth is just an island in the the sea of the galaxy. Oh man, that's. I also I'm glad somebody's <laughs> brought up that Greg Pak is a cool dude, uh, super cool. nice. Great. When you meet somebody back when you could go to conventions and meet people, um, it's just one of those people who don't disappoint. Sometimes they say don't meet your heroes or whatever, but here's a guy who's not only just killing it writing wise, but also one of the nicest fun people to meet. That man is an island. Yes, he truly yeah. is. Last one we're going to talk about, Punisher Soviet number 5, written by Garth Ennis and pencils by Jason Burroughs. Uh, 
Pete, <laughs> make the figure guns. Give it a talk Ooh, about what's, what's going on with uh, ye old Punisher, Mr. Frank Castle himself. Pete, did you just shoot a bunch of villains above your head because you're the yep. Punisher? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just think that, like, you know, Garth Ennis running a, writing a Punisher book, I mean, what what's better than that? I mean, this is just... Uh, I don't know, no coronavirus? <laughs> <laughs> they are related. They are related, <laughs> Alex. Touche. And okay, I'm pointing at Alex because he's he, Alex though. is over here and Pete's over here. <laughs> other than that, <laughs> this would be good if we ever need to vote for stuff. We can just be like, I agree with Alex. Yeah. Wait, how do I, I agree, do it? Only I agree you with can Pete. Vote then. And that's right. That's the way I like, like it. I only vote for Justin. What's I weird is you're that. saying I is, agree with Alex, Pete but you're pointing at me on my screen. Oh, does interesting. Loop back around. I'm pointing at Alex. I'm pointing at Pete. Oh, really? No, that's yeah. reversed. That's oh, reversed. No, on no. My... Uh, I'm pointing at Justin. Now I'm pointing at nobody. Wow. Uh, good. This is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hope uh, you're all enjoying this on the audio podcast. I just think this is a fun story. And also, the um, I like the way his quote-unquote kind of friend met his de- demise in this uh, issue. It was... It's, uh, <laughs> just going out there pretty... with that spoiler, bud. It was cool, I will say. I yeah. won't say exactly how it happened. Um, and so in this continuity, the Punisher um, fought in Desert Storm, or I guess in uh, in Afghanistan. Sure. What are we saying here? I don't know. Uh, the streaming wars, I believe. Uh, interesting. Yeah, now, yeah. I I think it's... Is there a Punisher that comes out of every war, Pete? How, how the fuck do I know that? It's just interesting how he's shifting. Yeah, it just... He was... Sure, yeah, they tried to update it for the times. What are they going to do with the Punisher when there's no more war? Mm. Mm. Uh, you know, I've been doing a lot of thinking in quarantine as well, yeah. so I got a plan. <laughs> yeah. I got a plan to get rid of war. <laughs> Pete, have you been thinking in quarantine? Uh, no, I've been living <laughs> in the past in quarantine. I've been uh, blasting like uh, 90s hits and playing uh, Nintendo like I'm 12 again. It's kind of crazy. Oh, that's nice. nice. But that's not much different than your regular life, I believe. Yeah. Well, I have I haven't dusted off the old Nintendo in many, many years. Nice. Did you blow in it? Did you blow in it to get it working, Pete? You have to. Did you, did you blow on it to completion to get it to work? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you guys are the worst, man. Uh, and that is it for the stack. Yeah. And now it's time for my favorite section. It's my favorite section because you all make it up. It's your audience questions. All right. Uh, and we got a couple of them. Uh, first, I'm going to read through some comments here over on YouTube. Uh, Mark Carrillo says, shout out from Cali. Thanks for doing it, guys. Love all your podcasts. Oh, I'll love you back, Mark. That's, That's very nice. sweet. And JR says, Ireland is an island, which is correct. Accurate. Yeah. We can, if, you, if that was a question, I can say officially, yes. Yes, there we go. Uh, so we got a bunch of questions. This is the first time that I'm doing this. Oh, this is interesting. The questions get votes and things. Fascinating. Um, all right. This is one from John George. Uh, we're going to start answering it. Uh, Pete, <laughs> what is the picture behind you? Ooh, that is mysterious. the nerd murder falcon uh uh page piece of artwork yeah page <laughs> that i have that is like uh that was gifted to me on uh, my birthday ah mm. that's nice and that was gifted to you by 
John George. So it's a bit of a leading question. <laughs> well, yeah, someone had asked in the stream, but he was oh, just okay. He was I see. That's right. very nice. Still giving. <laughs> and Aaron, Pete. it wasn't just John. It was Aaron, too. Don't uh, cut Pete, out Pete, this is a, the next question is, what presents have I given you that you've like? <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Uh, this is from uh, Jay Sinison. Hey, Justin, is the Starman quiz phrase compared to you? I'm Chris Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> no, Come but on, that's Justin. This is taking forever. Th- th- what? You, that's not taking forever. The the clues. I laid out the clues. That's true. Uh, you have. You I have to play back the tape. Yes, uh, I think I think we can mention this just because. Uh, This is obviously a weird, different show that we're doing online here. Uh, But we had a couple of different quizzes. Pete did a Punisher quiz. I did a Cypher quiz. Now, you have a Starman quiz that needs to be unlocked. Is this something that could still be unlocked in this situation versus live in the theater? Or is there anything different? Yes, of course. It's a a key phrase. I'll give one more factor to it. It is three words. Um, and earlier I had, I had said each of the words in our review section of the stack in the episode I mentioned it on. And I'll, I'll throw it out now. I will say those three words uh, at some point in the show separate from each other. And if you're listening and can put it together, it's a Starman-related uh, phrase um, that if you've read the books um, will make sense. Mm, damn. All right. There we go. Hey, can I... Justin, do you remember what I said when I tried to get the quiz? What'd you say? I'm asking if you remembered. No. Oh, because I said some things after I uh, Googled Starman and... uh, (laughs) You said some things? (laughs) Yeah, I said some things. I was just wondering congratulations. I said was in there. Ah. So I was just trying to... I don't remember, but you can say, you can say what it is. Uh, I promise you there is. A lot of some people saying there is not a Starman quiz. There is a quiz. I'm not lying about there being a quiz. Yeah, having a quiz is easy. Pete does a quiz every week. It's not oh, like it's... Uh, come on, man. Don't, <laughs> come don't on. cut me down. Come yeah. on. By uh, the way, I don't want to get back to the pointing thing or anything, but I'm looking at the YouTube stream, and I'm in the middle. What's going on here? This is all Justin's in the middle on my screen. Oh, man. The internet is crazy. Uh, Nelson Martinez, by the way, uh, on uh, YouTube says, yeah, shout out from Valley Stream LI. Looking forward to seeing you at the pit. Yes, very much so. We hope to see you all live at the pit very soon. Please. (laughs) Uh, Here we go. This is the the next one. The pit should be your destination. You You should make it there. Hmm. Uh, This is from Comic Book Poser. The question is for Pete. Given that we've seen Krakoa eat one island and fuck another, what is one island you do each of the above with? Ooh, uh, Mary Mary Fuck Kill Islands? Yeah, Mary Fuck fuck Kill for Islands, but, you know, fill in your own. Okay. Wow. Uh, Let's see. Well, of course I'd fuck the Virgin Islands. (laughs) I I would marry... Maui, because it's a beautiful island. And Mary Maui, it, and it's uh, I've been there, and I could definitely spend a lot of time there. Um, I would kill Justin. You weren't born on an island, were you? Uh, not that I know of. Okay, damn it. I was born in a fort, Fort uh, Lauderdale. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Florida. Yes, I know uh, where that is. <laughs> cool, very cool. Uh I think I would uh I mean you're gonna uh you're gonna marry you're gonna marry Long Island. <laughs> you're gonna fuck Manhattan you're gonna fuck Staten Island and you're gonna kill that uppity island of Manhattan. New I York mean, City. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't fuck Staten Island with your dick. 
I'm, <laughs> I'm a human Billy Joel song. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Uh, this is from Kevin Wilcox. The Spirit of Self-Isolation. What are your fave comic bottle episodes? Ooh, Ooh that's an good. interesting one. Um, I'll throw one out right off. Is the Ultimate Spider-Man issue where Aunt May discovers that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, and they is it, and they just have a conversation about it? Mm. Wait, was it Aunt May or was it uh, Mary Jane? I thought it was Aunt May. I don't know. Okay, um, I th- whatever it is, there's a conversation issue, and I believe it's Aunt May. Everybody certainly feel free to correct. It's Mary Jane. Okay, there I we think go. it's Mary Jane. Yeah. Okay, so it's Mary Jane and Got Peter it. Parker. Yes. But whatever it is, the entire issue takes place pretty much in Peter Parker's bedroom, and it's just them talking about his secret. And uh, I love that issue. Uh, this is a recent one, um, but the uh, Immortal Hulk, uh, was it 25, where it's just the Hulk as the last creature in the oh, universe. Yeah. Slowly, grow, he grows so angry, uh, he becomes like a celestial body. Like that issue was like in line with the rest of the story, but just as a standalone issue that like was horrifying, but also like wild sci-fi. Really cool. Really stuck with me. Yeah. Pete, do you have one? Uh, yeah. Um. I don't know. I got to go with the Chris Hastings ver- uh, written Deadpool where he leaves a fight to go uh, uh, cook chimichangas in a microwave. And uh, it's just. What, what were the deeper things. meanings you found in that issue? Well, I just think it's one of those things where, like, you know, it's you can always leave a fight, guys. You know, <laughs> that's wow. actually very that sweet. Yeah. Nice. Um, oh, Ben the Border Collie in the comments over here on Crowdcast says the crossword puzzle issue of Ice Cream Man, maybe. Uh, yeah, that's a really good one. I don't know if that's a bottle episode so much as a done-in-one issue. I mean, you uh, could call any of the Ice Cream Man uh, issues sort of great standalone issues. Yeah. Um, cool. There we go. Uh, got a couple more here over on YouTube, though. Omnia Soul says uh, two things. Don't disrespect the star of trivia. And also, can we get another clue on the Starman quiz? What do you think? Two clues enough at this point, Justin? That was a lot of clues. And I, as yeah. I said, I'm going to say the, the three uh, words that make up the key phrase um, over the course of the rest of this podcast. And I do say a lot of words, you but do. that's my that's choice. That's not, you know? really, it's not really helping. Uh, this is another one. Uh, this is from Ben, the Border Collie. But why do you like to call it the stack? Um, oh. I I like to call it the stack. It's not actually called the stack. It has no. another name, but that's yeah. We, but we'll never reveal the real name. Of no, the it's stack. called the pile. I believe. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you will never reveal. Yeah, sorry, you kind of blew up my spot there. But yeah. yes, the actual name of the section is called the pile. I like to call <laughs> it the stack. We prefer to call it the stack. <laughs> Uh, great, great question uh, from Eduardo. <laughs> big, huge reveal. Yeah, what a big thing we're adding to uh, <laughs> the mythology of our show. Uh, from Eduardo Martinez, for audience questions, following up with the Marvel Unlimited talk before, are there any particular parts of Marvel continuity that have you found are enhancing your enjoyment of any current Marvel run? Ooh, great mm. question. Interesting. That question kind of blew my mind. It kind of blew parts of Marvel continuity that you have found are enhancing your enjoyment of any current Marvel run. I mean, we talked about this on the stack, but like, uh, well, actually, we didn't exactly talk about this on the stack, but we were reviewing Decorum, the new Jonathan Hickman book. Mm. And I, Justin, I believe you were saying that you like the fact 
that it's him unfettered, that it's him out of any continuity. Hickman, out, yeah. yeah, Hickman out of any continuity. It's him playing with big sci-fi concepts, but it doesn't have to have Apocalypse or Cyclops or anything like that. Yeah. That's one of the things that I like about X-Men is it does give me something to hold on to, where even though the characters are often vastly different, things like this last issue we talked about earlier in the show, where it's like, Oh, yeah, the brood. I like the brood. Okay, it's with this new take on X-Men. All right, that's giving me something. That's giving me an in on that, and I appreciate that. And we should say for our podcast, um, The Stack, we we call it The Stack, but we like to call it The Pile. (laughs) Yes. Ironically. (laughs) Yeah, thank you for uh, clarifying that. Now that that's out (laughs) of the open, I feel a great weight off of me. Yeah, it has been our greatest secret, and what a burden. Um. I oh I, my answer is a little weird uh, for this. Um, I've been really enjoying obviously Tom King's Batman run and specifically the relationship with Catwoman, and it makes me want to go back and reread all of the other Batman slash Bruce Wayne relationships. Um, and I think because there are so few of them and it's so rarely well done. My favorite of those is his relationship with Sasha Bordeaux, who later went on Mm -hmm. to lead Checkmate um, in the uh, Batman Bodyguard, I want to say, was the storyline from the early aughts or late 90s. Man, uh, great relationship. Really got to like watch them, he and Sasha Bordeaux, come together. And it really reflects well on the Catwoman run. Do you think... Do you think you like Sasha Bordeaux because Sasha Bordeaux is to Batman with Silver Sable is to Spider-Man? Um, that's a great answer. Also, Bordeaux, great wine region. Uh, <laughs> I think we can all get behind uh, that. Empty. Uh, Pete, is there any part of Marvel continuity that you found is enhancing your enjoyment of any current Marvel run? Well, you guys both kind of touched on it. I just think it's one of those things where it's like... Um, Right now with X-Men, because there is so much continuity and so much stuff, every time they kind of do something like bring back characters from different things, you're kind of like, ooh, and that kind of brings you back to someplace, which is great. Like the schism with what's going on with this thruple with, you know, uh, uh, Cyclops, Wolverine, and Jean Grey. And then like... You love the X-Men. Yeah, and then the, you know, Wolverine, uh, when Wolverine was, uh, you know, running the uh, School for the Gifted, and, like, there were all these fun little side characters that were there, too. So, I I don't know, it's hard to pick, like, one thing, but it's just, like, that's what's one of the nice things, is, like, there is so much that uh, when they do stuff in comics, it's usually not, especially not Marvel, it's not accidental, there is some kind of, like, either uh, deep history there, or something you can, like find out and kind of get involved in it's it's written in the stars and that's yeah. they just do it uh we got one last Wait, is that a hint was that a clue right there it's written in the stars <laughs> that was just a comment oh, oh interesting i thought it was a story uh, i mean the thing is that they're hidden the clues so you, know, uh, you can't ever trust what i'm saying i'll just oh, mention can't we... ask you why you're saying it uh, we answered this one earlier, but this is from Kira Alexander. Uh, what is a good comedy? Oh, we didn't exactly answer this. I missed a word. Uh, what is a good comedy comic book series to binge read during this time? We hmm. touched on some fun ones, but any comedy comic book series that are particularly good? You know, one that I almost wrote down to talk about at the beginning of the show, but then didn't was uh, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, hmm. just because that is so um, chipper and hopeful and funny. And it's so I've talked about this a million times, but it's so packed with stuff that it legit takes you probably three times as long to read 
any issue of Unbeatable Squirrel Girl versus any other comic. So reading that in collection, particularly now that that's done, might be a fun one to do. I'll also mention if you have kids, and um, not that I'm experiencing this, but if you're trying to fill up the entire day with your kids and teach yeah, them any, a couple any minute, of things. Yeah, any minute. Fill just one or two <laughs> minutes and be fine. Just any. Uh, yeah. Uh, Squirrel Girl's another good one because it also has a lot of STEM and science in it, uh, so it might be a fun one for them to read, too. What Alex is thinking but didn't say was Deadly Foes of Spider-Man, obviously, um, mm. another great mm-hmm. comedy title. I want to throw out uh, The Flintstones, um, written by Mark Russell. It was very oh, fun yeah. and funny. And a throwback way to the mid or early to mid-90s, the Slapstick Limited series uh, from Marvel about the character who later has come back as part of uh, a team that in the Deadpool books. And he's sort of a wild clown with magic gloves. Mm. Um, uh, I, I had mentioned earlier Deadpool, but uh, also there was this really funny book uh, called Book Hunter by the math genius Shiga, and uh, it's very funny and really uh, smart. Yeah. A couple of other quick suggestions from the chat. Uh, Next Wave, which is great. Oh, yeah. uh, Chip Zdarsky's Howard the Duck is so much fun. Those are both from Ben to the Border Carly. Uh, JMC Hammer says Crowded is really funny. Definitely recommend that as yes. well. Uh, jump it over to YouTube for a second. Uh, Nelson Martinez says, have you guys watched the season of Swamp Thing? I heard good things about that. And Doom Patrol, what would you guys recommend watching first? Uh, Doom Patrol. The... <laughs> yes. Do you want to talk a little <laughs> bit more about it, Pete? Well, yeah, uh, just speaking of funny things, like uh, the characterizations on Doom Patrol are really, really well done. Very unique, very fun takes, and the actors are having such a great time with it. Uh, Yeah, from start to finish, it's really amazing. Swamp Thing, uh, I didn't make it all the way through. Uh, Someone also had asked Mm -hmm. us if we watched uh, Bloodshot. Um, uh, Bloodshot, I've seen halfway through, and, you know, it's... Wait, hold on a second. Bloodshot, the movie that is still in theaters and has not been released on VOD like a lot of the other things, you only watched halfway through? Yeah, halfway through. So you went to the theater, of course, paying for a ticket and then left because you were scared of coronavirus. Yeah, I went to the theater. I didn't use this time for being online to do anything, you know? Uh You scumbag. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I agree with the Doom Patrol thing. That is uh, the best thing that they have put on DC Universe. Also, uh, like I mentioned earlier, the Harley Quinn animated series is so funny and so smart. Uh, I didn't love the first episode of it, but get past that one. And then it really gets very deep, surprisingly, with the characters. Uh, Swamp Thing, I don't think it was, it's pretty bad for the first couple of episodes, but there's a point it starts to lean into the cheese and the gore and have at least one standout horror sequence per episode. And then it starts to get fun. Um, so, yeah. There you go. Uh, I guess we got one last question here, and we'll do this one real quick uh, because we are actually going to have to start wrapping up. Uh, this is from Ben the Border oh. Collie. What other comic thruples would you like to see explored? Pete, this is your area of expertise. I'll yeah. go to you first. What do you want to oh. see? Oh, wow. Um, I really want to see... Um, no, no. that's Like Wolverine, weird. Cyclops, and somebody else. Nope. No, I don't want to. I don't want to see those. No, I was thinking more like um, Evil Beast and um, um, uh, the Diamond uh, Queen. There, what's her name? Snow White Queen. Uh, Emma Frost. Emma Frost. There we go. Oh, okay. Dark Beast and Emma Frost. <laughs> Emma sometimes Frost, so Dark Beast. I gotta be honest. Sometimes Pete. Every once in a while, I'm like, 
is this a Pete from an alternate universe who's never actually read comics? Because you come yeah. in with something where it's like, this is a character. This is Emma Frost. You've talked about her a bunch of times. Uh, yeah, but you just don't seem yeah, to know yeah. who she is. You've never had a thing where you're talking about something and all of a sudden a name just goes out your head. You're just like, oh, I remember everything time. all the time. Yeah. All I never forget time. everything. Whoa, look at that hand. Look, don't point at me like that. You fucking lucky you're quarantined right now. <laughs> Come and get me, Pete. <laughs> wow. Come and get oh, me. Wow. Yeah, Pete, we can challenge you to any sort of fight, and you can't leave. <laughs> Wait. Uh, Justin, do you have a thruple you'd like to see explored, or should we? Uh, let's <laughs> see. Uh, Spider-Ham, Spider-Man, and um, <laughs> another Spider-Man. <laughs> Great. I'd love to see Spider-Ham and two pieces of bread. <laughs> the good all right trouble. uh thank you all for your questions now i gotta be honest i have no idea how we're gonna do this but we're gonna move on to trivia and for that we're gonna turn it over Woo-hoo. to pete LePage. pete oh. how do you want to run this do you want to be like first person into the chat do you want to yeah. just choose somebody yeah. from who's on here oh man well we had a couple wow. of people just wow. say me immediately yeah. I mean, also, um, someone said hashtag Team Pete, which is not a hashtag we uh, use. We don't use that. Yeah, well, I would like to start using it. So I'm going to go with the, it's usually first hand up, but first in the queue. So it's me, a hashtag Team Pete, comic book poser wins. Nice. All right, and, there we uh, go. So no, comic, you have poser. to do the quiz. You have to do the quiz, Pete. Yeah, yeah I know. So okay. comic book poser. Uh, there we go. Uh, Pete is going to read, can I, I'll just explain. So Pete is going to read you three questions, uh, at the end, um, Pete, if you could send your, I think, email and full name to comicbookclublive at gmail.com, we will send you a $25 gift card to use online. So you don't have to go into a store anywhere to Midtown Comics. Uh, so nobody help him. Nobody help Comic yes. Book Poser. Pete's going to read the questions, then Comic Book Poser, you weigh in with your answers, all right? Yeah, nobody and help I'll, him I'll... except Pete. I think Pete's allowed to help, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, here the we go, Pete. Let's do this. I'm excited Today's to see trivia. how this is going to work. Today's yeah. trivia is on topical comic news. And uh, <laughs> here we go. Question number one. Please wait until I give all three answers and then choose. Wow. Okay. Real strict Question are the rules one. in this digital format. Yep. Grant Morrison has said he will bring Green Lantern blank. Is it A, back down to Earth, B, to more crazier, tripped-out places, or is it C, David Hyde Pierce? So it's either A, or you could pick B, or you could pick C. What do you think it is? Yeah, A is the correct answer. There we go. All right, good job, comic book poser. Let's get question number two, Pete. Question number two, much smooth, more smoothly. It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, it does. It's weird. I want to mention. It does feel like there is like a light that is shining on Pete right now, even in his apartment. It's just really making him glow in a very special way. I know. I feel smaller, and Alex feels smaller, but Pete feels like like larger, more full of life. His hair Mm -hmm. looks like more organized somehow. (laughs) Yeah, you have that uh, that moonlight in front of you, Justin, and it really feels like it's reflecting the light that's coming off of Pete. Yeah, it's it's wild. He's sitting up. uh, To your point, he's not on a couch. (laughs) Thank you, comic book poser. Um, You just won Uh, my quiz. Can we just? Oh, you want to go continue? with the second question? Yes. All right, we cede our time to the star of trivia. Stop reclaiming, this. reclaiming right. my time. Reclaiming my time. Oh my god! <laughs> question number two in Tom King's 
Catwoman 80th anniversary issue that is coming out, what has been teased? Is it A, Batman and Catwoman break up, B, Catwoman is preggers, or is it C, Harry Shearer? So it's either A, don't even think about it, or it's B. Okay, here we go. Oh, B, Batcat Baby. Yeah, Batcat Baby. Yeah, how does she fit into that leather uniform with the baby? We'll never know. Uh, There is some really hilarious uh, panels that they teased out of Catwoman and Batman on a roof fighting, and they're but they're also like they're fighting bad guys, but they're also fighting about the pregnancy. It's really funny. That's fun. Fun stuff. All right, here we go. Last one. Gail Simone is using this time to help others on Twitter. She is using what hashtag for lessons on writing comics? Is it A, hashtag comic school, B, hashtag free comic lessons, or is it C, Jeff Bridges? So it's either A, if you would like $25, or you could pick B Mm. or C. Mm. A and the Fisher Creek. Wow. Wow. Confidence. Oh, man. Is that right on both counts, Pete? That is correct. Oh, so the answer is the A and the movie, the Robin Williams movie you're referring to is The Fisher King. And that was, I just want to mention, for those of you listening to the podcast, comic book poser and Kira Alexander posted The Fisher King within like a split second of each other. But comic book poser was just that much faster. That was very impressive. Great. Let me say, and also it was not planned that I mentioned The Fisher King early in the show. I know. When you did that, I was like, Justin! (laughs) You share a brain. It's too yeah. bad. We do share a brain, Pete. That's definitely, that's always been true. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, comic book poser, please send us uh, your name and email to comicbookclublive at gmail.com and we will get you that gift certificate so you can enjoy any of the many binge comic book runs that we suggested or something of your own choice. That's all good. Did you do that? You know, you give, give whatever you want. Uh, now, uh, as we all know, even with everything that's going on, tomorrow is new comic book day. We recommend you go to Midtown Comics because they've been nice enough to sponsor the show. Pete, what are you looking forward to here? What, what are you excited about coming out on new I'm, comic book day? I'm excited about Bitterroot number seven. Uh, Ooh, Sanford Green is is really amazing and so talented. I'm glad to see him uh, cranking out amazing stuff. And then Usagi Ojimbo number nine also comes out tomorrow. Excellent. Justin, what about you? What are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to, um, there's this uh, Robin uh, 80th anniversary comic coming out uh, tomorrow. I've always loved uh, all the different Robins, specifically Dick Grayson. Uh, I'm looking forward to see how, um, I feel like they're going to like wander through each of the Robins. Uh, to see, I want to see how uh, how many Robins they get to. We're going to get Stephanie in there, one of my favorite Robins as well. Robin. Uh, definitely Robin. looking forward to that. Yeah, and we're we'll have a review of that in the Stack podcast, which comes out Wednesday, 9 a.m. in the Comic Book Club feed and the Stack feed. Uh, my pick is Tartarus number two is coming out at Image Comics. The first issue of this was bonkers, like absolutely gorgeous art. We reviewed it on the Stack and felt it was very like, 
very old school Mobius French comic books. It, it channeled yeah. that same sort of vibe. And I am very stoked to see where they go because it could be absolutely any direction for the second issue. Um, we'll also have a review of that on the stack as well. To answer Lee Wana 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 Wana's uh, question, is Midtown Comics still open? LOL. I think they actually are, though yeah. they're having massive sales online at the same time. Yeah, though online stores open. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I think like, yes, she says go online. Yes, definitely go online. Justin, do you uh, agree with uh, that, that Tim Drake is the best Robin? Uh, Jay uh, Sinison says Tim Drake's the best Robin, or at least the, the most Robin. I definitely agree with the second statement. He is the most Robin of all Robins. Uh, Damien nice. is my favorite Robin. Interesting. Uh, and I don't, I don't quite understand this, but over on YouTube, uh, Finn the Ape says Robin in under quarantine. Sorry. Robin's under quarantine. Oh, Robin's under quarantine. Yeah, he probably is. Uh, all of you, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it, whether you are on Crowdcast or YouTube or you're listening to the podcast later. Um, obviously, this is going to be going on for a while, so at least until the end of the month, every Tuesday at 7 p.m., instead of doing the live show in the pit, we are going to do it right here, simulcast from Crowdcast to YouTube. We do hope you join us. Uh, we're going to neaten yeah. this up a little bit and release this as the audio podcast as well. If you want to support us, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do this live show here to the internet at 7 p.m. at least to the end of the month. <laughs> uh, iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice to subscribe and listen. ComicBookClubLive.com for this podcast and more. Um, a lot of our podcasts, uh, the Riverdale podcast is actually off for a while. Uh, Katie Keencast, our Katie Keen podcast, uh, goes up Thursdays after that show. Also, we are finishing up our Lock and Key podcast, Lock oh, and Key Unlock, so definitely check yeah. that out as well. Mm-hmm. And again, we cannot stress you enough. Thank all of you so much for watching. Thank all of you so much for listening. I hope you all are staying safe out there, uh, washing your hands, having a good time inside. We're going to yeah. try to do this as much as possible. Good if night, you have everybody. any other ideas uh, of stuff you want us to hit oh, or yeah. cover, I mean, we have time to do a light amount of research. Um, <laughs> the barest minimum. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, Jason wants to know if Alex is going to tell me to buy gold. You know what, Joe? Not this week. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have Bye. a good night. Bye. Bye, guys. Someone release me from this basement prison. <laughs>